everybody, and welcome back for this week. A few quick things before we pick up where we left off. One, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary, so if you guys want to send in questions, email, Discord, Reddit, really wherever you find me, or us, go ahead and send them in, because uh, I want to talk about cool stuff that you guys want to know about. I imagine that last week's episode and some of this week's episode might contribute to that. Two, Gen Con tickets went on sale. I bought my badge on the 13th. Gen Con is awesome. There's a lot of the cast and people from the Discord that are intending to go. If you guys are going and not on those things, as we get closer, we'll talk more about what's going on with that so that maybe we can have a big meetup or something. I don't know. Stuff is planning. Actually, I think I only had the two announcements. That's that's cool. That's another not-quite-announcement thing, but thing... Something happened when I was moving files around, and Audacity was giving me warning labels with the first part of the outtakes from this, just because of the way I edited it and then mushed it together and stuff. So, sadly, outtakes are missing from, I think, like, the first part of it. Sorry, but in a shameless plug on the $3 level Patreon, you can get the raw file and listen to it as it happens. Sorry, I hate doing that. (laughs) So last week, we had a surprise introduction to Howard, which was great. And I really enjoyed everything where this run and its aftermath went. So I hope that you guys find the the ride as enjoyable as we did. Thank you, and I'll see you guys next week. As soon as Git clicks and pauses his head, her eyes, like, snap to Howard. She stands up, gives him this icy look, takes a couple steps over, and punches him in the face. Hell yes! I'm imagining it not as like this big wind up, but just like she's standing there with her arms at her sides, and then all of a sudden she just snaps the fist out. Oh yeah, look at that. So with three successes, you are not surprised as this orc seems to come at you with a punch out of almost nowhere. I sense menace. So roll punch as normal. Four successes to punch. Oh no. Alright, so go ahead and soak six probably stun damage due to your armor. Enjoy your four points of stun damage, and do with that what you will. This is going great already. So what does that look like? That does not knock me on my ass. I'm staggered back. I roll out of the chair and get back up, clutching my jaw. Buzz says, you think you can just walk in here? Yes, I was I was invited. Aren't we? Do I, do I know you? Buzz, uh, she has her fist balled up. Does anyone else react to the fact that Buzz just punches King? Yeah, Mary Sue is now standing up kind of with the, what the hell's going on? She's probably looking to Michael, like. Michael kind of stands up, cocks his head over to the side. Gee, how's my lab working out? This is some kind of practical joke. Howard. How, how, oh, shit. He says, like, kind of under his breath. RC is just like, Howard! It just runs at him. There's no like plan. It's just like a tackle. We're just going to run him over. There's just no sense. There's no logic. It's just not even almost real. Mary Sue and Chuck, you got anything in the situation you find yourselves in? Chuck does a matrix perception to try and see if he has any weapons on him. Air quotes, Howard, do you have any weapons on you that are wirelessly enabled? Oh, yeah. I've got probably a machine pistol on me. You know, I'm going light to the meeting. Uh, as far as that, you'd see a lot of cyberware and, you know, standard comlink stuff. Nothing really elaborate or fancy. All right. When I find that out, I send that message to the team to let them know that he is cybered and armed. 
as soon as she gets that message, she says, you draw and I will end you. Draw what? What do you do? Everyone needs to just, just calm the hell down. All right. Thought this was a meeting. I thought this was cool. I, I shit. I don't need this. He's probably just like scampering around the room away from Richard. Are we in the room with a couple of Johnsons? How are they reacting to all this? You are indeed in the room with a couple of Johnsons, and perhaps what breaks the atmosphere is just like a heavy, as a cup is put down. A look in their direction, we'll see the two Johnsons kind of looking at each other. They don't seem agitated, but the orc will give you guys a, comrades, there seems to be distrust in the air. Yeah, you could say that there's a little history here. Well, um, looking at Boz, but we are here for a meet. So how about we put this business aside and we'll talk to these gentlemen here, Boz, and then we'll get back to whatever this is. Yes, thank you. Someone understands, Howard says from behind a table, like on the other side where Richard's chased him. So Mary Sue's going to sit down across from the Johnsons. All right, so let's just, how about we handle our business now so we can get you gentlemen out of here and we can deal with this. Fair enough? Very fair. We'll deal with our business, and then you can deal with your business. Wonderful. Please, what is your business? Buzz stays standing, but she sort of, like, shifted her attention to the Johnsons. My eyes do not leave Howard. Arthur is just breathing deep, heaving, just not quite attacking, but just, just not all the way there. He's not backing off. He's not chasing him around anymore. He's... No, he's not chasing. He's just like staring at him with just pure hatred, although not doing anything. We're just doing the Western uh, stand and stare at each other, eyes moving to each person. Well, I'll tell you, Howard's not going to play that game. He's going to go and sit down in that chair and hear this job pitch like a professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have a face for. I can watch you in behind. So seeing everybody kind of calming down, the younger of the two Johnsons will get some drinks for people and kind of put them out on the little table there and then go stand next to his work friend. Comrades, you may call me Ivan. This is my associate, Ivan. Chuck starts recording with his ears so that we can have a um, recording because RC is likely not to remember if he's staring at Howard the whole time. Very good. We bring you here as a team to perform a task for us that we can't do directly. It's a simple task. Just need to take care of nephew. Um, could you elaborate on what you mean by take care of? He is in trouble. We need him to come out of trouble in a way that doesn't implicate us. And he'll motion a hand to him and to the other Ivan. What kind of trouble is he in, friends? The legal kind. We're not attorneys. They kind of look at each other and just get this look of like, okay. What kind of trouble is he in? He is currently incarcerated. Wait, you want us to do a jailbreak? Not in jail, just in Knight Errant's custody. That sounds like a jailbreak to me. Boss, do you want us to break him out of a Knight Errant station? No, I want you to prevent him from going to jail. Where is he now? In custody with Knight Errant. You want us to break into a Knight Errant station and break it, get him out? No, I think they don't want him to be implicated in whatever crime that he's being charged with. Great. Then we'll just have 
Boz here. Put a bullet in his head. Problem solved? How does everybody else respond to that? Boz, like, stares at Mary Sue. Honestly, we'll have a slight grin. He trusts the process. He knows she's working him. Howard just kind of nods, purses his lips, and is like, damn, that's some hard shit. The younger Ivan will come into the conversation. While we are not opposed to that idea, it is certainly the least preferred of the options. Just to be clear, are you afraid of something that he's done coming back to you? Is that the real reason that we're doing this? The older Ivan will come with a, he would not do well for anyone in jail. I understand. When do you need this done by? Ten days. At that point, he will be in jail and it will be too late. And you can tell us where he'll be. You can give us access to his whereabouts, where he can be found. He'll give us all the intelligence we want on this. We will be happy to supply you with much intelligence. We know where he is, and he'll kind of trail off for a second, and the other one will come in. And that, that's kind of it. We know that he's got a he's got a law thing. He's got a lawyer, public defender, that's it. And uh, there's a trial set up, but it's not a real trial. <laughs> you know how much they just fake that stuff. And he kind of gives you a little bit of a smile. What do you want the optics on this to be? Do you, does it matter that he comes across as innocent? Or do you care if things get a little noisy and the case just fails because a witness has decided not to testify because they're afraid? The details don't matter to us. Only that he does not go to jail. That is why we hire professionals. And he'll do that thing as though he's going to sweep his arm across all of you. But given the display earlier, he will half reach his arm out to swipe and then kind of pull it back. What are you going to pay for this? We are prepared to offer 80,000 new yen total. The other guy I'll come in with. With the optional incentive, is if he comes back unharmed, there's an extra 10,000. And do we have to work with this one? And she's going to indicate Howard. Yeah, why is this guy here exactly? Same reason any of you are here? My fixer told me to show up, said my skills were necessary. We're kind of a tight-knit group. We don't usually take on help. All right. We're straying off the, the topic here. We'll work out that. But, eighty, if you want us to bring this one in on it, you're going to have to come up. You want us to deal with Knight Errant, you're going to have to come up. Sounds like you wish to roll some negotiation. I do. Merci for bringing out those big guns. I can actually, like, help with this, but I think Howard would come in and be like, oh, you want me to work with you? I'll have you know that I am an extremely skilled operative. And he would talk himself up a little bit more in sort of, like, arguing with you, but also, like, an aid to the negotiation. How does that sound? Arcee would break at this point. Oh, shit fire. You are... No. You work with me. I knew you were dirty from the get-go. That's why I had you running around like the little asshat that you are. That's not helpful. The whole time you're in my shop, going around, trying to, you know, ruin my life. Hands, like, pointing as close as I can get the index finger to his face. Like, you. I knew it the whole time. You probably thought I was just some kind of asshole, didn't you? Well, little surprise. I was on to you the whole time. So I'm not getting any bonus die, is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, definitely not. (laughs) N-E-W-P. Nope. (laughs) I'm going to edge it. I feel like RC was was holding it in as long as I tried, y'all. No, I felt that was very appropriate. And just hearing him talk about how great he is just was the last straw. Pretty much, yeah. 
So you guys are going to get into negotiations for a little while. They will counter offer. Since you mentioned having to maybe deal directly with the prawns, we would be happy to help outfit you for this monumental task at a steep discount, I can assure you. The younger one is going to hammer on the bar. And the front of the bar will open up, and there will be a plethora of weapons there. And of course, should things go well, future business opportunities. If you want to turn down the discount, I can give you a little bit more money. Quick D&I to the others, obviously not Howard. Are you guys okay with this? I want to know whose good idea it was to invite Scumbag here. Let's just finish this deal, and then we'll ask Scumbag who invited him. But I think we all know who invited him. Internal seething. Are we okay with this deal? Are you okay? Do you need a guy, a, a gun dealer? A discount in access wouldn't hurt, I suppose. It beats going to other people that we already know. At least it expands our connections, right? Well, that's fine. But listen, when this is over with, or at some point in the future, we're just putting it off what's going to happen. I'm going to whoop his little elf ass. Great. No offense. I'm going to finish this deal, and then we can talk about his ass later. Okay. So, gentlemen, that's going to be fine. I know um, I myself have some specific work that needs done, so we will take that offer of uh, discounted options as well as future dealings, and we will take the 80. If we can avoid that bullet in his head, we'll take the bonus too. They will pass out little shots of vodka to, to cheers with everybody to a deal well struck. Mary Sue doesn't take it, doesn't cheer, and doesn't drink. Michael takes her glass. Buzz plays along. She doesn't look super cheerful about it. Arthur is just like knocking back, trying to calm down. He is enraged. He wants to grab Howard by the throat and bounce him off the walls of the room. Chuck takes his, but then looks a little confused when Mary Sue doesn't. Starts putting it down, but then RC's chugging them back, and he's eventually just drinks it, but is absolutely dumbfounded on his face. I guess that concludes our business. If you could give your information to, and she'll indicate Chuck, my friend here, so we can get a hold of you if we have any questions or need of you. And then if you could just leave the room. The older Ivan will reach into the popped out place with all the guns, and he will grab a burner phone off of a stack, toss it to you. The both of them will go dobre vece, and together they will leave. As the human gets to the door, we'll give you about 10 minutes. Don't break the place, and try not to make a mess, but we've got a party coming in in about 15 minutes, so we're going we're gonna to need you out. Sure. We'll conclude our business in 15 minutes. Thank you. And she'll grab a napkin or something, and she'll grab that burner phone and set it on the table. He leaves, and you guys are left with the quiet of the room. So you guys have this conveniently soundproofed room that nobody can see in from the outside through the glass and are here with Howard for the next 10 minutes. All right. Who the frag are you? Why is everyone so frag and angry at you? I have no clue what's going on. Can we fill in the blanks here? I I have no idea. Chuck, Boz, Arce, what, what's the problem? Yeah, surely you've heard RC talking about it. It's that Howard? Yes. No, it's the other Howard. Yes, it's, that's the Howard. That person right there pointing is, that is Howard. The Howard. Okay, okay. If there's a second Howard, I will let you know. Every one of us. Well, except for Chuck, I suppose. We had our lives ruined because of you. 
Mary. He tried to kill me by sabotaging my lab. Howard's going to put his drink down. He's going to rub what is probably a growing bruise on his jaw. Okay, this is, well, this is really fucking weird. But I just want everyone to calm down and take a moment. I mean, shit, you're, you're really shadow runners? That is, whew, that is a, okay, that's a very strange coincidence. But, you know, if, if you're here, if you're at this meeting, same way I am, then you understand what this job is. You understand what it's like. You know, the people you meet, the things you have to do to, to get a payday. It was nothing personal, and I didn't know every element of that job. I just, I had a, a duty, and I just had to get through it. You know, you know frag it. I'm, I'm sorry, okay? But, well, that's just the work we're in, you know? Look, unlike a lot of the other people that you might have fragged over in the course of your job, we're actually in a pretty unique situation where we can actually get some justice. You understand what I'm saying? You want to talk about justice for me? I'm just a, a working stiff like you guys. You're a working stiff who ruined our lives. You think we're just going to let you get away with that? Yeah, and um, you think I did it out of the malice of my heart? Man, I don't know why that job went down or, or who paid me for it. I don't care. You little shit. You came into my shop. You tried to take over shit. The whole time, nobody believed me. You know what that was like? I knew what you were. I knew you were full of crap from the minute I laid eyes on you. And everyone else thought I was crazy. But guess what? I wasn't crazy. It was you the whole time. You screwed up my whole entire life. I don't care if you were paid for it. Uh, RC, um, on that note, you're still crazy. I'm what? All right. You're still crazy. Fine. I might be crazy. But that guy's a shit brick. Listen, we still have a job to do. We're going to need him. So can we just put this on hold until the job's done? Explain to me why we need him. We need him because it's night errant. We can't go in guns a blazing. It will be out we'll be out gunned. So we're gonna have to talk our way in and, and I don't know if I can do that. It didn't go well on the last job. So could I please please get some help? He did a good job on us, so we know he's capable. Wow, thank you. Shut up, Howard. Because you guys didn't believe me. You can call me Grift, by the way. I don't actually go. No, you're Howard. You're going to be Howie real soon. He's going to be something else real soon. Stop. Just, can I, I need this. I I need some help to do this job. Can you guys just wait to deal with whatever it is you want to do with him after? Mary Sue, if you need help, we can find help. I don't see why we should trust this guy at all. Because somebody sent him here. Do we want a fixer to be on our bad side because we didn't take their person? And if it's Morgana, do you really want to be on her bad side? It's already going to get back to somebody that we just attack somebody during a meet with a J. Morgana already knows what she did. She knew that what she was doing when she sent him here. Exactly. Yet we still want to work with her. That's You know what? I'll tell you what, boss. I'm fine with it. We're just going to move forward. And we're going to do whatever we have to do. And when that's over, and she doesn't care about him anymore. And you know what? That's when I'm just going to look at him. I'm just going to stare pure, straight, unadulterated hatred. Have you been saying this out loud in front of me? Yes. I assure you this is out loud. Look, he might have the best intentions, but he knows that we don't. 
He knows that we want to get justice. There's no reason why he wouldn't betray us. Cannot trust this guy. Do you understand? Right. We can't trust him at all. Of course we can't. If we bring him on this job, it, it could backfire on us in a big way. Hey, Howard, you can trust this. I'm going to launch you out of a cannon, maybe into space. I don't know. You use threats like a 10-year-old. What is your problem, man? I got a lot of problems, but I'm thinking about knocking one off the list. I am trying to make money with you. I'm willing to put any of this beside. We're here to do a job. Fixers put us together because they thought we might make a good team. Fragit, I I don't really know why. I don't really care. I just want to get through the job. When the job's done, do whatever you want with him. Do whatever you want. I'm sitting right here. I know. I see you. I'll tell you what. Let's just move forward. And I promise you I'll give you a 15-minute head start. I think that's fair. I'm a reasonable person. I look around like this is a reasonable thing. I'm a reasonable person. Mary, she's going to stand up. She's going to say, look, we've got to be out of this room. Make a decision. We either bring him in or we don't. I'm telling you, we're going to need him. I don't even know his specialty. What does he do? There's a lot of the same stuff that Mary Sue does, I suspect. I'll have you know that I am a high-tier infiltrator, operator, renumerator, excavator. Can't fix shitterator. Look, you, you can only buy a no-soft at such a high rating, buddy. I don't actually know anything about industrial mechanics. Tell me something I don't know. Fine. I'm saying I've got skills. I have a broad range. Very useful. So, is he in? I don't see that we need to make a decision on this right now. It seems like a little knee-jerk to just say yes or no at this point. I need the decision made right now, boss. I need to know before I leave this room. Then Barry. Then the answer is no. I can't. Barry, we'll take him. What? We'll take him. Thank you. We have to take him now. Fine. Thank you. We'll take him now. We'll get out of this space. We'll work it out as the job goes through. If it turns out when we go and discover what this person is that the crazy Ivans need done and we don't need him, then guess what? We have him outside of the club and I just fry him. It's not a hard decision. Great. I'll second that motion. Can you grab the burner? And she'll indicate on the table. Chuck grabs it, puts it in his hoodie pocket. I guess we'll just meet up tomorrow and start planning. No sense in doing it now. And Mary Sue's going to walk out. Buzz starts out as well, but stops next to Howard. And she looks at him and says, you might want to put some ice on that. And she walks out. Or she will walk by and do the whole, like, two fingers pointing at his eyes and then point them back. You know, the I'm watching you thing. Howard sends you a rude gesture. I'm back at you, buddy. RC would just, you know, kind of smile and walk off. Uh, Grift, was it? Or? That's my call. Call sign. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, that is my shadow running call sign, he says. Um, you, do you prefer using a, a burner com or do I just use the one that you're broadcasting right now on your sin? No, no, let me, uh, he just sort of waves something over in AR at you. Talk to me through that. It's, a. Uh, Taps his head. Secure. Cool thing. Chuck adds Grift to the DNI network that we share. And I make it very clear that Grift has now joined our chat so we can talk to each other. So do you guys want to meet at like a taco temple tomorrow or something? No? Anybody? I'll wait for you to text me. 
That would be smart. Chuck tries to walk with Grift and make small talk, try to figure out actually what he's capable of, instead of the mumbo-jumbo that was given. Oh, he'll talk your ear off about all that. He's just happy someone who's, you know, not acting a fool at him. He likes you already, Chuck. Wonderful. He'll tell you all about, you know, like, uh, he's an expert in stealth, infiltration, uh, he can do disguise. If you like hearing the tech talk, Chuck, he'll describe a system throughout his body and his head to simulate skills. I even, like, pull a chip out, and he's like, yeah, that's cool, right? No, wait, no, no, it's this chip. Hold on. I, like, kind of fish through my pockets. Ah, slots that one inside. All right. Not going to get the jump on me next time when someone throws a punch. That's a good thing. You might want to have that slotted in more often. We don't always expect a sock in the face at the club. Okay, that's happened before, but you don't always expect it. <laughs> yep, okay. It's, uh... You, you want to stick around, man? There's a little more Nova left. Um... Sure, why not? That's my boy. You two are going to stick around the club? As good as any club. Are the rest of you kind of moving as a group, or are you guys dispersing in some way? Mary Sue is exiting the club. She's just going to grab some cab or something and leave. Unless somebody sure. stops her, that's it. Yep, do. Buzz hangs out in front of the club and lights a cigarette, and she's just, like, cooling off, kind of. It's funny you should mention that, Mary Sue, because as you are coming down the stairs and starting across the club towards the exit, you're going to feel somebody kind of grab for your wrist. She quickly pulls her wrist away and looks to see who is trying to touch her. Coming through the press of people and reaching out to grab you, you will turn and see the face of your friend, Goldie. Kind of in shock. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, Goldie. I should have expected to run into you here. I don't think we ever got a physical description of her last time. So if you want to hit me with that. She is young. She is human. Um, she's very tall, very lanky. She's a club kid. So, yeah, she's got the almost fashion model-like look to her. She's not very smart. It's the blonde hair, the blue eyes. She plays up the name, her, her nickname, Goldie, by wearing gold. You'll face her. I thought that was you. Mary Sue, what are you doing here? Oh, I was... um. In the just, VIP room, I saw you come out. What's going on? Just uh, drinks with some friends. Nothing um, major. But I, I'm some actually friends. I'm headed out now. Um, um, hmm? And she's got that look like, not like some friends, like question, like that was impressive. You were in the VIP section with some friends. That's fancy. Well, um, I guess. Goalie, I'm, I was actually headed out. Um, Aw, and you'll see a guy come up behind her. Got that little, like, half jog like he's catching up to her. You will see that he is wearing a track suit and has a little bit of a rugged face, and he'll kind of put his arm on her shoulder. Be like, Goldie, you know her? And she'll start saying, yeah, this is my friend from college. This is Mary Sue. Oh, my God, I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, Mary Sue's just going to just stand there dumbfounded. Like... So she turns, and this is... um. This is Dimitri. He's super cool. And he will reach out a hand to shake your hand with a nice to meet you. And he gives you a, a rather intense stare. 
just, he reaches out that hand and she doesn't shake it. It's great to uh, meet you, Dimitri. Um, Goldie, I really do have to, have to go. Um, great seeing you, though. She gives you a pouty face look. Mm. Anybody else that is leaving in the same time as Mary Sue might see this. Michael will be coming out of the club about that time. Look over and kind of quizzically arch his head to the side, looking at Mary Sue, trying to make guy contact, see if she's all right. There is just a panicked, almost trapped look about her. Seeing that, taking that cue, Michael kind of walks up and steps in between this guy who's trying to take her hand. And Mary Sue, you uh, ready to go yet? We got that car waiting for us. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, I was just saying goodbye uh, to an old friend. Um, again, Goldie, great to see you. Um, and to Dimitri. All right, fine. We're going out next weekend, so I'm gonna call you, and we'll go out, and we'll we'll do a thing like we did for your birthday. Uh, Come on, Mary, yeah. let's go. Okay. We're running late. Bye. Bye. And with that, she kind of runs off towards the bar with Dimitri hand in hand. Mary Sue turns and just heads towards the exit. You are all free from my grasp for the little while. Mary, what was that about? Goldie, um, when I went to college, uh, Goldie went there as well. And, and, you know, just a friend from college. That's all. Do you always have that look of tension on your face when you're dealing with friends from college? What's going on? Well, I mean, tension. Michael, that meet didn't go great. They they started beating up a man in in front of the the, the two guys who given us a job. And I mean, of course, I'm I'm tense. I mean, who who wouldn't be tense? Me? There's no reason to be tense. You're not the one that has to talk to the Johnson and negotiate after something like that. Of course, I'm going to be tense. Mary, did they draw down on us? No, they didn't. Are you breathing? I am. (sighs) It didn't go the way you wanted. Not everything does. It's okay. He's lucky that I didn't open up myself. I'm glad that RC didn't have any of his drones with him. You know, I'm, I'm surprised Boz didn't pull out one of her revolvers on the guy. I mean... It could have gone any number of ways worse. She's going to close her eyes and take a, a deep breath, and she's going to put on a big smile. She goes, you're absolutely right, Michael. It could have gone a lot worse. Look, I know it wasn't ideal. I understand that. I understand how image-wise that could be frowned upon and affect what reputation you have, we have, they have, whatever. But... At the end of the day, it's not something that you could have really controlled. To be honest, you can't control RC. You can't control boss. Can't control me. I don't know about Chuck yet. I think if you offered him more, he might probably listen to you. I don't know. He, there's something wrong with between him and you. Offered him more? What? Yeah. Th- what do you mean by offer him more? The boy's attached to your hip. You could, like, seemingly bat your eyes at him and he does what you want. That's what I mean by offer him more. What do you think I was meaning, Mary Sue? I don't... 
you know, I just, I just want to go home. I. Barry, is there something more? No, I would like to go home. It's been a long night. We're going to meet tomorrow and start planning how to bus clear somebody's name for who knows what charges. I just, I just want to go home. Do you need a ride? No, I'll just take a cab. Okay. Have a good night, Mary. You know, you need anything else? Let me know. Mike turns away and turns around and walks away. She heads out and gets in a cab. Boz immediately just walks to the van, like leans against the van and lights up a cigarette. She's like super tense. And she just waits for her. Everyone else is coming back to the van. Michael be coming up to the van waiting on Richard and Chuck. Hey, Michael. Hey, boss. This whole situation is pretty fragged up. Yeah, but look at it this way. When we have to go deal with Night Errant and leave them a present, we have a scapegoat. You know, I was thinking about that. I think RC wants to kill the guy, but I'm not that, I'm not that person. I, I do think we could, we might be able to, to have our cake and eat it too a little bit here. Oh, I could almost promise you that one way or another, Howard is probably going to die. Doesn't necessarily have to be by your hands. Boz looks up at Michael. She isn't anything like particularly readable about the way she looks at him, but like, she takes like a long drag on her cigarette. And maybe the fact that she doesn't argue the point, that might be in a, in its own small way a concession. No. So, I mean, you know, I hear what you're saying about him being the fall guy, fine. But he just, I just, he's, he, he, he's gotta pay, okay? He's, he's just got to. Like, I've, I've never been a big believer in karma or, you know, some type of universal force, but or reckoning, but it just has to happen. He's such an asshat. What's really worrying me is I think he knows that. Or at least he should if he's got a head on his shoulders. Have you seen one of those, like, those old bank robbery tritio films? You know what I mean? Where someone decides to, to backstab the rest because they don't trust them. Yes. I don't trust Howard. Not even a little bit. I think he's going to be expecting us to do something to him. And because he expects that, he might try to pull something on us before we can get him. That's what I'm concerned about. We've got a real Mexican standoff situation happening in the background here. I want to have to do some thinking about it, okay? I mean, you're right. Okay, you're right. I want to have to do some thinking about it. I don't have it all sorted out, but I just can't believe we're this close. I I never thought I'd see him again. I kind of hoped we wouldn't. I'm glad I got to punch the guy, but... I've been content just never seeing his face again. I gotta say, that was a hell of a hit. Boz grins and she says, I thought you'd like that, RC. You beat me to it. You got beat to the punch? A little bit. Ha. Huh. Nothing stopping is good at taking turns up there. Lord knows he deserves it. You're fine. But whatever we're doing, we'll do it, we'll get through it, we'll move on. And the minute that's over with, his ass is grass. I just think we should keep, like, and I mean, like, a real pair of eyes on this guy, because I think he's going to turn on us. Like, I mean, we're always careful, but I think that we should just go with this being a foregone conclusion that he's going to do something. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe we should give him a pistol where, you know, every other round is some type of anti-riot rubber tip bullet thing. Not a real, you know, check it to the bullet. Man, I've seen what Mary Sue can do with a gel round. I'm not giving him nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is true. It's wrong, but you're but you are scientifically correct. And you know, Arthur's gonna look over there. <laughs> Hope this went over well. Anyway, this is something we should probably hash out with uh, Mary Sue and Chuck. Where is Chuck anyway? I think we would go back to the club there, and I'm just talking Chuck's ear off. Like, yeah, I got a you know two weeks. I've been doing the CrossFit thing, but I don't think I'm gonna go back. I don't really like that gym very much anyhow. And it's, it's just been like again and again, like machine gun rapid fire. The Novacoke is still coarse and strong. I don't think it's CrossFit. I think it's CyberFit. Yeah, I, I joined a gym too. I've been uh, learning how to uh, yeah, like kendo. If you if you know what that is, it's like karate with a sword. It's it's neat. Oh yeah, yeah, man. We should uh, do a little sparring, practice our moves, see how my chip does, and then like do a little shadow boxing. Just from the few minutes you've been with him. You can tell Howard, like, just enjoys talking, or maybe he doesn't do it enough, and he's just, could be a little lonely. Chuck probably stays for at least an hour. Oh, I'll try to get you staying longer. Long before an hour happens, I think Buzz would send a DNI, like, you need a ride or what, Chuck? Not trying to get information out of Grift. She sends another message back, says, all right, I guess I'll stay in the area if you need anything, just send me a message. Thanks. Buzz opts out of the drive. I think she goes and hangs out in a coffee shop. Chuck tries to move the conversation to if there's like a runner hangout that he frequents or something. So, uh, I, I, I don't really know many runners, right? So like, do they have like a bar that they hang out at or something? Like, no, it's not like you go to a place and it's like, hello, Mr. Shadow Runner, how are you doing? Maybe it used to be like that, but you know, most of the stuff's uh, it's over the matrix now. You know, you uh, you meet a few people here, you start a small community there, you share information, you share tips. Maybe say this Johnson's a dick. Don't work for them. They can do the same thing to you, though. Don't believe the lies. They remember this shit. No, I I don't. Uh, I mean, I see a few people around now and then. It's a big city, but how many shadow runners are in the city, right? Yeah. I- Thought they were just fairy tales until uh, a month or two ago. Oh, they're very much real, my friend. Very, very much real. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. It's just a living, dude. You know, right? Like you're just trying to to get by. Just trying to to, to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. That's that's why I run. Hey, are you into cowhots? Cowhots? Uh, cowhots, BTLs, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've never done them. I mean. Oh, I gotta show you some of that stuff, man. Nothing helps me unwind after you know, a high stress situation like, like, frankly, what we just went through. Like a, you know, a little trip chip, you know. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe not today. But uh, how about some other time? Gonna hold you to that, Brendo. Right on. Uh, I guess I would rub my jaw some more and be like, ah, oh, man, hell of a way to say hi, right? Yeah, I was quite startled. I didn't know what to do. You know, I, I got to respect it. That was a that was a solid, you know, mm, jab. That other guy, though, you know, I remember him. Don't you don't forget a dude like that. That, you know, waves his arm in the round. Yeah, psycho hillbilly thing. <laughs> that guy was crazy when I first met him, and you know, I, who knows what the frag he's been into since he got into this life. He's been into drones, lots and lots of drones. Oh, great! And the tackiest, the tackiest white cowboy suit thing god that was for real yes it was a 
I, I thought he was part of like some sort of cowboy mafia for a bit, and um, he isn't apparently. But uh, yeah, no, I, I've taken jobs from the cowboy mafia. Those guys, they don't, you know, they're they're not that showy. So you call random flailing arms chill? No, no chill. That guy has no chill, man. Oh yeah, okay. They're tight, right? I mean, how do they work as a as a crew? I mean, you're you're new to this, right? You're new to them. They seem all right. They work well. I mean. I can tell they don't appreciate my presence, but you know, a lot of teams they come around to me. I'm a I'm a grower, you could say. I don't have much reference on good versus bad teams, so I would say they are par. Okay, okay. I mean, you're all still out. You're alive. None of you are locked up. I guess that means something. Yeah, I mean, we've been questioned by police a couple times, uh, but other than that, nothing serious. Okay. I don't think we ever got a physical description of her last time. So if you want to hit me with that. <laughs> and it's like, this is, uh, I can't use Ivan because I've already used that. <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. Bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews, so... But it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else, so... Thank <laughs> you.